When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And we are wide awake. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're not. I don't know. Uh, friends, welcome back. We are talking about Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 3, The Solitary Clone. And it's not who you think. You think when this starts off, it's going to be Crosshair. I thought he was in, like, solitary confinement. I thought he was just chilling out in this prison cell. But no. When, when we first start off, by the way, spoilers, we're spoiling the whole episode. We're talking right about it. We're going to get right into it. He is literally, um, he's back. He is back with the Imperials. And this might as well have been a whole big, like, I don't know, uh, tribute to the mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it was so, this was basically clone troopers versus battle droids. Yeah. The whole thing. And now, just to refresh, folks. Lottie has not seen all of the Clone Wars. You've only seen season, um, the final season you with Ahsoka. You showed me a couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, the last Darth Maul. Episodes. Yeah, right. That's great. Yeah, right. that was really good. Oh yeah. my goodness, loved that. Yeah. So, uh, just I, I guess we want to do a couple of refreshers at the beginning for mm-hmm. folks who might want to remember who some of these characters are, uh, and then we can kind of drive forward with conversations, cool connections throughout the series. You had questions about Dooku, so whenever you're ready, bring those questions up mm-hmm. and the Separatist and what's going on, whether or not you would let your your future child watch this. <laughs> um, I, you know, we can we can even start there. This was a little not violent, but I mean. This had some darker tones too <laughs> than the Clone Wars yeah. because it's a little bit more, you know, this is they're aging with this yes. sort of. I know. I'm um yeah, I was going to try and start, you know, there's a lot of good things I can say about this episode because mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah. Um the only thing that came to my mind and we're not even parents yet, but it has Rating TV PG, that means anyone can watch it, right? Parental guidance. Okay, so you, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's, but there's no official rating. And people are going to roll their eyes at me and be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what? I'm just saying that this is very deep stuff. And if you take away the fact that it's an animated show and replace yeah. it with actual actors, this would not be PG, just saying. And, it, yeah, but the yeah. animation looks more and more realistic now. And I get it. I just looked it up. Um, lots of times they started, especially in the Clone Wars, I heard they started same thing, PG, and then they later yeah, on put a rating on it. Right, right. But just saying now, nowadays, the they release it quicker than the audience grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I would say with the Harry Potter movies, for example, we had time to grow into like, they're not even, it's a, it's a, 
you know, it's a movie series. It's a bad yeah, yeah. Um, comparison, yeah. but we had time to grow up during, you know, between the first and the last movie. Um, and I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's got serious tones. It's a lot of stuff you need to think about. And I mean, the, um, right. what's her name is shot in the end. And that's the whole point. The like, governor. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they but, end up, um, assassin, you know, yeah. yeah, killing her. Very so. intense battle scenes and the mm-hmm. um, sharpshooting and stuff. That was mm-hmm. interesting you know, and well done. I, c- I can only s- I mean, that's yeah. why I want to say well done, guys. This is, it feels good. It, the art looks good. The lighting. Yeah. Remember when I told you in his office? Yeah. And this guy just turned <laughs> his lights on in Turn his a office? light on, buddy. <laughs> Gee, Admiral Rampart in the beginning <laughs> yeah. when you come in there. Yeah. So... No, I get you. And it, so w- one of the reasons why people like Clone Wars so well is it's re- the animation's really great. Yes. It's really good. And that's part of the ish- thing with the with the rating sometimes. It's like so, because it is animated, it's yeah. cartoon, whatever, it's it's less real. But, um, a- and they, I think, I bet you George Lucas was intentional on in this when he's thinking about, I made this for kids. Mm-hmm. They are clone troopers. So it feels sci-fi, anyways. There because yeah. they're clones, right. but they're fighting battle droids, right? Which are not real people. Yeah, yes. not and really alive and stuff. But in yeah. Star Wars, the droids are alive, though, and that's the they thing are. is that you you love like R two and C three PO, and if they were, what happens if they were, you know? Destroyed? I know, right? Like, just because be the battle, terrible. just because the battle droids are not as smart and bright. Yeah. Does that mean we can just all shoot them? And they were made for it. Like, there, there's a deeper topic. I know. That I know. And that's what you see. But as you get older and on the surface level, when you first as a kid watching it, it's just like same thing. You know, we, we, we hand like, I mean, the other day, my nephew, I walked in the, I walked in the back door and he's like, you know, like he was like, boom, he got me, (laughs) you know, I know. But like, then as you grow up, it's, it's right. It's in all of our movies and TV and it's all, it's all about, um, action and saving people and then how do you use the weapons that you have how do you use force when's it appropriate when's it not there's a lot of good political stuff in this Mm -hmm. actually there was really good stuff in terms of um i think let me figure out what her name was this this governor was was really kind of challenging i think everybody in terms of the political state of the galaxy and that they were a separatist state so therefore should i mean they have never been a part of the um, empire, yeah. and she felt like that yeah. that should sort of continue. Yeah. So that was that was definitely interesting, uh, and she captures the governor who comes yeah. in to replace her. So it was named Groton or something like that is the is the governor who comes in, which kind of surprises me that they just this is the planet Desix is where we're at, yeah. and we get into this, yeah, like they are an old separatist colony, whatever they planet system they have the battle droids, the B-1s. They've reactivated those. The droid Dakars were in this. They had a tactical droid, um, all of those things. So they're definitely aligned to um, Count Dooku and and all of his his plans and his aspirations. So they just send this governor in there thinking, we're good, he's going to roll in and, and be able to um, take over. Yeah. And she is she's basically saying there's nothing peaceful about this no. transition. Yeah. Um, he said that she said that Dooku was right in the end. He knew that the Republic was corrupt yeah. and that they actually would collapse and become something far worse. Yeah. So she's she's quoting him there and yeah. thinking about um, the Galactic Empire. And you had a question about Dooku, didn't you? You were kind yeah. of wondering um, what was your question about him? Yeah. Um, so he was leading the t- separatist movement, but he was also in contact with 
uh, Palpatine, right? So yes, yes. Was he just believe? Did he believe in the separatists really, or was he just because Palpatine? It was just his war to gain control, right? Right. Yeah. But he did. Did Dooku know about that? Why would he then be yeah. so into the separatist movement? Right. So so he basically. I mean. Um, was sort of the, like the way I the way I look at it is he left the Jedi Order for certain reasons. He started to disagree with the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. He disagreed with how um, they were how close they were with the Senate and how close they were with the Republic. Um, and he yeah, so so he leaves the Order and he starts to. He was always kind of curious about the dark arts and he was always curious yeah. about Sith artifacts and wanted to study different aspects of the Force. Right. So he falls to the dark side essentially. And he is he works with um, he works with Palpatine. Mm-hmm. He works well well Darth Sidious. Becoming his apprentice then means he's going to work as his puppet on the other yeah. side. So because he truly is and like his master is Darth Sidious, yeah. so therefore he does what his master orders him to right. do. And if that is to you know because a part of me thinks he does believe a little bit in this cause. Mm-hmm. He's very persuasive. Yeah, very good at, at persuading systems to join his cause. And and everything, and even when he talks to Obi Wan in, in Episode Two, and he has Obi Wan imprisoned. This yeah. is in this is in full on Episode Two when they're on Geonosis, and Obi Wan's trying to figure out the cloners in the in the, in the Camino. He tracks down Jango Fett, so he shows up there, and it's basically like he's he tells him flat out, "You and the Council, the Jedi, are being deceived." He tells him yeah. right there i wish qui-gon were with me it's almost like he doesn't really want to serve palpatine or or darth sidious he wants to overthrow him okay and he wants to start his own order he's misguided in his own beliefs and thinking that he knows more he he has seen how the jedi have become sort of um pawns or puppets of the senate and they you know it is what it is yeah so he, but he tells Obi-Wan right there that Palpatine, that the, the Dark Lord of the Sith has control of mm-hmm. the Senate, essentially. Yeah. wow. And you guys are working for him. And he's yeah. like, I don't believe you. We would know. The Jedi would know. And yeah. it's like, Obi-Wan, there you go. You've just fallen into the trap, which is yeah. that the Jedi believed that the Force would guide them, that they could not be that um, naive or that, that, I guess, deceived yeah. by the dark side or by some Sith Lord. That he would be right in front of their very faces. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't accept that. There's no way. Yeah. So they're blind to what's happening. But yeah, Dooku then takes over um the separatist movement. Okay. And yeah. he's and, and people know he's a former Jedi. He's also from royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh there on Sereno. He had his palace, his family ruled there. Yeah, I was so gonna it, say his name yeah. is being dropped a lot in the, I mean Yeah. He's one of the few is, sweetie, yeah. he's one of the he's he's one of the few who actually um knew his parents and his heritage he figures okay. out where he's from yeah and that he's descended from royalty um is i think his father essentially once he once he finds out that dooku's force sensitive turns him over to the jedi thinks it's it scares him a little bit that okay. he's force sensitive and so there's this weird yeah. sort of dynamic there is um siblings will reach back out to him it's in the um it's in an audio drama called like dooku i think it's dooku is it dooku lost or something i gotta look that up um, but anyways, really, really great. We can actually listen to that at some point because you learn a okay. lot about Dooku there. Yeah. And that's why the Tales of the Jedi was so cool because you, you learn say, yeah. even even more about, about him there. Yeah, it's called uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. And he starts to interact with his apprentice, okay. Asajj Ventress, 
who you know very little bit about because mm. she's in the Clone Wars. Yeah. She is basically who fights Anakin and, and Obi-Wan um, for Dooku a lot. Okay. So a lot of times they're fighting Dooku, Grievous, Asajj Ventress. Um, yeah. And so she, she's someone who, and I, can, I will pull a picture up here and show it. Show this a lot. This is where we're getting through the Clone Wars, friends. We're working through. But for me, I think it's a good recap. I like doing yes. these recaps where we go back over, you know, who's who and who was working for who and what was all going on. Right. Because they've done a really good job in the prequels of creating complexity. Yeah. And on the surface, selling you like Dooku's here and Palpatine's there, but really they're on the same team. Right. And as when you're younger, as you get older, you start to realize all the complexities and yeah. what was really happening. So one of the things that the Kaminoans sell the Republic on is that clones can think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And in this, we get that whole thing. You know, good soldiers follow orders. But yeah. then what's the difference between the battle droids and the clones? Yeah. And, and who do you really want working for you? And I think one of the big themes coming out of this is that the clones have now turned into, because of Order 66, because of the chip and that control factor, mm-hmm. they now have turned into droids. Yeah. Right? They are now simply just like, t- supposed to be, take these orders, go do these things, right. etc. Except for at the end of this episode, Admiral Rampart is realizing, hey, what's up? More and more of these guys are going yeah. AWOL. Like they're leaving. They're yeah. they're abandoning their post and they're, they're turning. So what's the deal? And the, and the deal is, is that they're, the mind reasoning and whatever it's starting to sort of go against that chip and that order and say i don't know if that was right and because of these experiences like you said the seriousness at the end with this governor yeah and and they 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 free their governor right and they they offered peace and said hey for your people surrender come in as a political prisoner whatever it might be and literally that governor at the end is like execute her right after he was captured for probably days yeah what's wrong with him that's that's the yeah it it shows you the weakness and and a different side of of the empire um that wasn't there during the republic they would have if that had had that have been like a senator um had that have been padme or someone else they would have said you know take this person prisoner etc blah 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 give them a trial whatever yeah and that's just not the the empire yeah. is just boom eliminate i mean admiral rampart in the last episode you're seeing it he he shoots first i mean he's yeah. basically just sort of like no if you're not gonna change the report it was wilcox or mm-hmm. whatever his name wilco mm-hmm. yeah um brand new guy never that guy was definitely following orders and yeah. was was trying to do by the book what is right and right. he was even even when you're doing even when they're following orders and they're doing things that are correct in the right way they're disposed of yeah because if it doesn't fit the narrative that these these commanders want then they're then they're offed yeah crazy absolutely crazy so the big one let's talk about um commander cody Mm -hmm. because this is the one i think that people are going to be like freaking out about a little bit yeah commander cody is in this and i was telling you that in order 66 during that time he gets the the order yeah and um he's with the 222nd they are there supporting Obi-Wan on his mission. They turn, they find Obi-Wan, and they shoot him down. Yeah. And he survives. Yeah. But it's so crazy because Obi-Wan, and you can see this throughout the Clone Wars, had such a good relationship with yeah. Commander Cody. And to see that just switch, flip, and, yeah. him, and him just completely execute that order shows you how tough that was. Yeah. And I think there was... Um, 
it, when you look at Captain Rex, same thing, mm-hmm. right? And because Ahsoka is there mm-hmm. and she has the ability to to help him remove that, I mean, he resists a little bit more. Like there's yeah. a, s- subtle little hesitations, and he has a closeness with her that's maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think he's a little bit closer, Captain Rex, anyways, to Ahsoka than Commander Cody is to Obi Wan, yeah. perhaps. Uh, and that's sort of Anakin's doing. Anakin was all about those relationships, yeah. and he was more personal. Whereas Obi-Wan tried to adhere to the Jedi way mm-hmm. and no attachments, etc. So I think that does influence Ahsoka and Rex and their situation yeah. versus like Commander Cody still has a fondness. He's still close and admires Obi-Wan, but it's not the same as what was going on with the 501st and Anakin. So that was that was crazy. The big rumor when we watched the Obi-Wan Kenobi series over the summer was that Commander Cody, the guy who order, you know, executes Order 66 on Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. that he and Obi-Wan were going to find each other, that oh, that actually Commander Cody was on Tatooine and yeah. that they had somehow reconnected and were either training together and that Commander Cody was teaching him essentially how to not use the force but go undetected and how to be stealthy wow. and how to do hand-to-hand. Like Cody would jump him in, the, in, in an alley and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like when you first see that Cody is fighting Obi-Wan and yeah. he's trying to finish, you know, executing order 66 but then you see the scar and he's removed his chip and he's working with obi-wan to protect luke like the the big the the debate back then was what would cause obi-wan to leave tatooine he's guarding the chosen one's child why in the world would he leave tatooine and the only thing that would take him there would be another one of the chosen one's children you know which was leia (laughs) yeah um but then who do you leave to protect right you know, Luke, and they went with Uncle Owen because they, they wanted to make him more important, etc. But I really like the idea of bringing in Commander Cody. It's yeah. super creative in saying, no, I found this guy who is actually someone I, I ironically yeah. was executing Order 66 on me, right? Right. But I have figured, I, I, I don't blame the clones for that. Yeah. They were manipulated, controlled. We all were deceived. Right. And then... Yeah, so so he uses him to protect Luke, which would have been awesome. I yeah. think that would have been really cool. I like the way that it went. I still like the Obi Wan Keno- the the Kenobi series a lot. I mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it, yeah. but I just think that would have been crazy to see a, a deep sort of Clone Wars yeah. connection and see this because they have Tamora Morrison who plays Boba Fett. Yeah, that is the guy who played Jango Fett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he is the model for all right. of the clones. Right. So whenever he, he shows back that. up, yeah. yeah, it's it's so cool when you see him. Okay, we were watching. Um, I think we were watching the other day. No, maybe uh, I was rewatching The Mandalorian. Right. And when Boba Fett shows up and is talking to Bo Katan, she basically is like, "I've heard your voice a thousand times," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, she had like, yeah, because yeah, he's a clone. He's the voice for the clones." And you're yeah. like, "Dang." So, just really, really, really cool stuff. But. Commander Cody, at the end of this, does go AWOL. And the Bad Batch is well before Obi-Wan Kenobi series. It's, again, relatively a year or two after Order Mm -hmm. 66. Uh, So there is potential for maybe Cody to be in, like, an Obi-Wan Kenobi season two, maybe. Um, We're not sure if they want to do that. I know uh, Hayden and Ewan McGregor want to come back. They want to keep working in that. Big rumor is that Hayden's actually working in the Ahsoka series. So, yeah, I know, right? That's coming out this spring, I think. And so he's going to be in that. We're going to see some really interesting stuff. We are killing it, working our way through Rebels. So we'll get you guys updated on that whole conversation. And we'll start speculating on (laughs) Mandalorian Ahsoka. I'm working on it, guys. Uh, Like we we almost are through season two and we are just blitzing ahead and we're going to do big 
episodes where we cover sort of things that we that happened there. So yeah. uh, be looking forward to that on the podcast. But the yeah, Bad Batch season two, episode three. Um, there was a wall. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody has looked into this and you've gone and looked at the text, the Star Wars text that's on the wall, all the names. It looked like a memorial, didn't it? Yeah, kind where of like a wall of remembrance Cody or something. And, and um, what's his name met? Yeah, we're Crosshair and here yeah, meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, it, because behind them is like a, a statue mm-hmm. of what looks like a clone trooper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and w- it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of honoring them a little bit there on Coruscant, or uh, thank I mean because they fought the war. Yeah, right, and they all had numbers. It could just be numbers, but there were letters, mm-hmm. names. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the deal was, or if that was people who just. Lost their life. I don't know what that wall was, but it looked like a, a wall of um, remembrance. Yeah. So we tried to decipher a few things on there. It didn't work out. Um, just I mean, it of- would make sense because he was looking at. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And yeah, and contemplating, right? Yes. Yeah, contemplating whether or not following Order 66 was a good thing. So, yeah, that was a great episode for Cody just to kind of maybe... Maybe he joins up with uh, the other bat because he, he they asked Crosshair like I heard about your your other brothers and yeah. you guys were always a little different and you and those guys went one direction Crosshair stays so it's it's crazy um another big Easter egg in this and a big sort of drop and this is one that mm-hmm. kind of went over just because Lottie hasn't seen Clone Wars I'm gonna kind of explain a little bit of this mm-hmm. but um, Mina Bonteri was a name that was mentioned by that governor. Yeah. So the governor mentions her name and said, I worked with her at one point to try to bring some resolution to the Senate that would bring a peaceful end to the war. Right. I tried for peace and, this, yeah. and it just didn't work. Dooku said it wasn't going to. He was right. So Mina Bonteri actually uh, is a mentor to Padme and she's in the Clone Wars. I'm just sort of showing Lottie a, a picture here. Okay. But uh, she represented um, Onderon in the Galactic Senate, and she served as a mentor to Padme Amidala of Naboo. Oh. So just just these cool little nuggets yeah. that are connecting you back to the Clone Wars. And the Clone Wars is so cool because it does show how important Padme yeah. was and how yeah. close she was to Anakin and how they all worked together. It was such a, yeah. a they did such a good job of expanding that time period. And I just, yeah, I just think it was really... Really Im- Im- important. So uh, from there, I believe, yeah, her son, Lux Bonteri. Here's an interesting connection for you. Lux Bonteri is, is he, I forget which, which season he shows up in, but he's the son of a separatist, separatist mm-hmm. senator. And during the Clone Wars, he is, he has differing views uh, about things. Um, they moved to Raxus. Let me see. 
uh, where his mother is a member of the Separatist Senate. So she joins the Separatist Senate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometime after Onderon joined the Separatist, Bonteri's father, an officer of the Confederacy military, was killed uh, while setting up a base on um on another planet. Let me see here. He comes across Ahsoka. And that's the... Yeah, here we go. Bonteri and, and Ahsoka Tano discuss their biases about the Clone Wars. So you talk about war. They talk yeah. about politics. And there's a closeness there, actually. They get a little, a little, almost not romantic, but okay. a little bit. As close as I think I've seen Ahsoka come to a romantic relationship. I was going to say, she never relationship. has a person, you know. Yeah. She really, really, really likes. I mean. Right. I feel like she was always looking up to her master, not in terms of romantic, but just like, a, you know, as that older brother that she just loves no matter what and mm-hmm. and you can really see that i mean we're getting close to the end of season two or three mm-hmm. in um uh rebels in rebels yeah we're close to the end of season two yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's struggling yeah for sure for sure so discovery yeah this is a guy who, who pops up from time to time but yeah she, there he, he was with the soka for for quite a while so yeah. that name the bonteri name being dropped was was really cool and yeah. just a interesting connection to this world and this whole episode is essentially just about kind of you know dealing with the clone troopers yeah. and then moving to they're talking at the beginning about this act where in which you have people who can voluntarily sign up and join the military and join the empire and the clones are like we're gonna be out of the job yeah. like these other guys are coming in what are we going to do? What's our purpose? Right. And that's where Crosshair is str- he's struggling too with what is his right. purpose? What's he go- What's he going to do? Is he just somebody who follows orders? Is that mm-hmm. his whole calling? Or is there more to life than that? And you just see him, they did a really good job of like paralleling the shots when he wakes up in the morning and he's coming out of like recovery. Right. I think he said it was thir- 32 days he was left stranded on Camino and they yeah. finally found him. Um, but he was, when, when, he, when he's sitting up there in the bed, and then he goes to the cafeteria, and then he goes to Admiral Rampart. Right. At the end, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. He wakes up in yep. the bed, goes to the cafeteria, goes to Rampart, and it's just like that's his every single day. Right, New and you mission. even see other troopers moving away when he enters the room, and he tries to sit at their table, and they're like, oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. like You know, almost like in high school. And right. It's awful. Mm-hmm. He's an outcast. <laughs> he, he is an outcast, yeah. And so I guess... Looking forward, because I I, I, I want to do this just a little bit here. What do you think the, um, do you think Crosshair is going to eventually join back up with his brothers? Yeah, I was thinking, I thought for a second he was going to send him, the commander was going to send him on a mission to find to, them or, right. you know, on a mission that will eventually lead him to meeting up with the others again. And that's probably right. going to lead into a whole inner conflict uh with yeah i'm, I'm, I'm yeah. doing this again i'm, I'm on yeah. another mission again to prove my loyalty to find these guys whoever yeah. i think though the only reason that that couldn't happen is because in the last episode oh um, they think they died yes so much yeah true maybe he's gonna send him on a mission and they just meet yeah there because well, they happen to be there the yeah, the, the, it, it could be yeah. coincidence that they come across each other. Yeah. The other thing that could happen is maybe Admiral Ram- Rampart, he, there's a few maybe episodes of him of Crosshair proving himself going yeah. with these different commanders because yeah. he's like, I don't have command of my own unit. Yeah. But if he can earn his command back, mm-hmm. that's when I think Admiral Rampart might say, hey, this is off the books. No reports on this. And good soldiers follow orders. So mm-hmm. if you're ordered to change a report, if you're ordered to do these things, yeah. um, Wilco didn't do that. 
So in the in the in the in episode one, he wouldn't change the report. Right. So he's shot by Rampart. Right. If if the order is to execute this, mm-hmm. you know, this governor at the end of of episode three here, Crosshair did that. Yeah. He's just like, no, no question, order followed, yeah. done. Not thinking yeah. about it, done. This is what we do. This is our purpose. Yeah. So if if Rampart sees that, he very much may task, as you said, may task him with finding the bad batch i just think it'll be separate from he'll have his own command back okay that'll be the difference because mm-hmm. right now i don't think that he wants to risk sending this other clone trooper yeah. after the bad batch and he's like sir the bad yeah. batch are eliminated yeah. why would we send you know and he, he doesn't want that known not right. at all nowhere right. officially true so he's gonna send crosshair on a, on a private separate mission maybe yeah. that's just my thought that's just mm-hmm. my thought you ready for some other big predictions yeah because the one floating around the all of the Clone Force 99, they each have their own thing. Like Hunter, there's some other things with Hunter that people think he might be able to do that we haven't yet seen. Mm-hmm. Crosshair, you saw how ridiculous his 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 uh, shooting was, right? Yeah. His sharpshooting this episode is crazy. Yeah. You got Tech, uh, Wrecker, and so on. They all have their special abilities. Um, the big thing out there is that, that Omega, her special ability why she's so special why they sent two bounty hunters to try and get her in season one why why nala say who's at mount tantis might want her back she very well could be force sensitive Mm -hmm. and they may Mm -hmm. have found a way to manipulate her midichlorians or increase her midichlorian count people are probably screaming at me right now going like midichlorians that's not a thing anymore blah blah it is a thing and it is in episode one and anakin had the highest midichlorian count that we've ever seen. Is that like a measurement of, of like your force, force sensitivity? sensitivity. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's in your blood. So Obi or Qui Gon Jinn uh. does blood work on Anakin. Oh, they think and they think, they, think yeah. they can genetically manipulate how much you can get. Like if yeah. they figure out how to do it with Omega. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, the thing is with with Palpatine, his whole goal is to find a way to transfer his essence or his who he is into a host. For immortality. Right. He and his master Darth Plagueis have been trying to figure out for a long time how do you preserve how do you, how do you gain immortality? Yeah. Right. So th- it makes sense that that obsession was there with Darth Plagueis. It is what he used to bait Anakin into you know trying to save Padme. Right. right. We can discover this power together. He will continue secretly the operation on Mount Tantus to first go into cloning and figure out how to how to clone a a host that can basically deal with his power, his force sensitivity yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. I think what they, what you get into in some of the older comics and even some stuff in Legends is that when Palpatine would try to acquire, even in canon now, when after Return of the Jedi, when he tried to acquire a new host, that host would not be able to contain his immense power. Yeah. And they would decay and they would rapidly... Yeah fall apart essentially and so yeah. he couldn't find a body that could do that that's why he wanted ray that's yeah. why ray was so important it's from she's from his bloodline mm. he wanted to transfer himself with her right he okay. like she she could you know yeah take over her mind and use like basically like demon possession yeah. sort of kind of thing yeah. right and so if that host can't handle it then it's not good so he tries to genetically engineer that yeah. and a part of that i think will be omega if omega was someone that nala say could you have used um, to create a force sensitive, to actually say it's not just nature, it's not just the laws of the universe. 
she actually created someone who had an increased force sensitivity, yeah. that would be wild. Yeah. And that's the thing that they've we've never seen them be able to pull off or do yeah. because it's it's a magic. You know what I mean? It'd be like taking a wizard in Harry Potter and saying, Hey, we right. can we know how to make a wizard and which. Like oh, we, yeah. we know the, the, the right, you know, combination of genes or whatever it would take to, right. to genetically engineer that. Yeah. And that's sort of what they're trying to mm-hmm. do in St- Star Wars. You know, it's it's fantasy, it's high fantasy, but it's also science fiction at the end of the right. day, too. Right. So um, that element is really interesting. But, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see where that goes. I think Omega very well might be force sensitive. Or at least there's this connection to Mount Tantus and, mm-hmm. and a potential Grogu or other force sensitives, you've got this the the Jedi um, Gunji, yeah. the Wookie, the the Wookie. So I think, yeah, when it's Omega gets more experiences and she goes around, we're gonna see her age up. We're gonna see her maybe do something spectacular. She's learning yeah. all these things from tech, and she's learning from each of them, and will take yeah. on a lot of their skills. But I think there's something, even if it's just not like. People probably misunderstand and think that force sensitivity could be like, oh, so you can all of a sudden, you know, she can start like levitating objects and wield a lightsaber. No, no, no. Force sensitivity, even like what Leia shows. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Leia is force sensitive, flat yeah. out, big time, and yeah. c- and could be trained. If you're trained, you can take that further, right? right? So Omega probably just has some level of force sensitivity that gives her good intuition and she can figure out like, oh, that good gut feeling that she can follow seeing things or or having um, maybe maybe a way with animals or a way with um, politics, whatever it might be. Who knows? But she has some sort of enhanced abilities and we got to figure out what those are. So that's the big one coming down the line. I feel like that's that's Mm -hmm. the big prediction. So, yeah. Okay, friends. Hey, that was our our discussion just on Bad Batch um, season two, episode three, The Solitary Clone. And that is the return of Commander Cody. So wild, and it was uh, it was cool. Good, to, good to see that. Good, a good, a good episode. Now, uh, friends, new on the podcast, something new that I'm bringing up. We've just been working on this. I wanted to announce it today uh, here at the end. So thanks for sticking around. The Patreon's live. I have the Patreon Yay. set up. It is live. Uh, we have the tiers in there, and so we're we're good to go. We are making like a shirt for our Jedi Council. Um, we've got that going. So the Jedi Council will be meeting like once a month. We'll try to get them together and, <laughs> and discuss the events in the state of Star Wars. So if you're interested in that and you want to join the Jedi Council, check it out. The prices are, are in there. I tried to make it like affordable, um, but just something fun that when we invest our time and we get people together and we set up the stream and all that kind of stuff, people come in and can share their thoughts. Your voice can be heard on the podcast. So that's the highest tier. And then we've got extra episodes that I'm going to be dropping myself, some, some deeper digs that I'm going to be getting into and dropping those for our our Jedi Knight tier, but for one dollar, this is I think kind of funny. Uh, for one dollar, you can you can initiate, um, you can execute Order sixty six. So yeah. <laughs> it's just a way to support the podcast. I think it's kind of funny. So if you guys uh, if you want to support the podcast, it's a great way to do it. But yeah, extra episodes over there, behind the scenes stuff, different things. I and and Lottie knows this. At some point, I'm going to be working on. I'm going to be working on a special droid at some point. And I know the droid run, the parts runs are coming up. I'm not doing it yet, but there will be vlogs. There will be things to, to, to see there over the years. Um, be working on the droid. Also the Death Star panels, something I've always wanted to create for our studio. So my half of the studio will be decked out in Star Wars stuff. Hers will be very different, um, <clears throat> but both going to be fun. And I, I can't wait to get, kind of get that all 
decked out and show you guys what it's like. So we'll be doing vlogs and behind the scenes stuff there and different things. But I really like the Jedi Council aspect of this where we can, you know, kind of get together and I've got a cool shirt that I've made for folks that I can send out after you've, you know, been on that on that tier for at least at least two to three months. Then I send it out so that way I have enough to kind of cover the shirt and send you guys one. Um, it's great. So getting the merch yeah. store up and running, all that good stuff. And we're back to firing out shorts like every day. Every day I've, I've, I've hit a short like this this year and so we've got a lot more to come breakdowns on the bad batch breakdowns on speculation coming up on ahsoka the mandalorian all of it uh the rebels rewatch we are going to be doing that in a big season two we have two more episodes to go mm-hmm. literally lottie just saw an epic episode uh with darth vader and we're gonna break all that down we're gonna get into all the things that she saw with kanan and ezra and everything yeah. that's happening there so we're blitzing through that because i really cannot wait any longer to just discuss the events of season three yeah. four and and rebels and how it ties in and all the tie-ins here and the things that we could see going going forward yeah because so. every time you're trying to make shorts or talk about anything in star wars you're like i can't tell you yeah, i don't know yeah, you can't hear so, this. Yeah, or I, mean, or I was I, playing a live stream the other day, and and by God, they started talking. Every live stream that you go to, Star Wars, they they are re- referencing it because they know <laughs> they know like I know like you guys know like that is where the tie-ins are going to be. They're they're drawing from. This is Dave Filoni's character. He created Ezra. He created Ahsoka. Yeah, these are his characters, Master and Apprentice. I mean, it's like it's go time. Yeah. So, anyways, we just saw the like the Lothal Jedi Temple again, and. Oh, ancient, ancient. <laughs> it is like sacred ancient temple. And uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll get more. But I, um, I wish you could all see how pumped Ezra is at 540 in the morning. It's so it's stinking wild. early. I love yes. it. Yes. And, and by the way, too, since it is so early and we're kind of, we got our coffee breath going, we're just barely waking up here. Um, I will be doing something probably on the weekend. Another, if you guys have a transmission, I would love to get like two to three transmissions and just be able to read them like well polished edit them up and have my thoughts yeah. sort of just at at the end of the week or something this weekend so if anybody's sitting here and it's wednesday thursday and you you've come to this and you want to send in thoughts on the bad batch please do so even if it's just like one to two lines really nothing n- nothing major whether it's on instagram at star wars hangout 77 uh, i check that quite often or then the email Star Wars Hangout 77 at gmail.com. Like every week we've got Star Wars to go through, guys. Every week we've got stuff. Um, probably going to be doing, maybe when we get to episode four or five, somewhere midway through or at the end of January, we're going to do a big Star Wars discussion. I'm going to catch Lottie up on a lot of things in terms of like the leaks on the Ahsoka series, the leaks for, um, and we'll, we'll title it. We'll make sure it's tagged. People, you get people know that there's potential leaks and spoilers. Yeah. And we'll do some speculation depending on where we are in Rebels. It will depend on how far I go with that. But I want to do a big breakdown because there's tons of news. Yeah. Tons of news, tons of things happening. That's also a spot where on the Jedi Council, I want to be able to bring in people, you know, and just chat about what is going on. So yeah. if you're interested in that and you'd like to start doing that, um, you, you want to come on the show, it's easy to talk to. And like Lottie will oh, be yeah. kind of managing on the side, just sort of like comments and stuff. And we might, we might go live. We could just record it. We can edit it up. It's, it's all good. But I'd love to have other people hear your guys' thoughts and discuss things in like a round table in yeah. the council, you know? <laughs> Council cool. freaking business, you know? <laughs> so We need mugs. Uh, oh, we do. <laughs> council mugs. Council mugs. Let's go. We already have <laughs> council shirts. So, and the shirts just say, they're really cool. They actually say, um, I'll, I'll try to post a picture on Patreon later today when I get to school. I'll post it on my lunch break or something. The, uh, the what do they say? They say, um, council member. 
Yep. But then I've got the Star Wars script, like the coded script. I've yeah. got that in, you know, where it says Star Wars Hangout and some cool stuff there yeah, too. Really so. cool. Yeah. You did a great job. Hey, and you helped me on, on Photoshop. So we had to get different. Well, we're learning. We're learning as we go. <laughs> also, Lottie has really, is really upping the art game. And so we may have in the future some really cool, cute, some cute stuff <laughs> that you guys might like. And she's my little, you know, um, my little artistic Jedi apprentice. Uh, yeah. And it's well, it's I, cool. Things. I, I want to be. So You are. And I think it's like, yeah, I can't wait to show people some I'm of the stuff that you're it. working on in secret in our training sessions. You are. You're working away. It's great. So, hey, friends, I hope you guys have a great day. It is early. I've got to get off here and uh, get rolling. But um, appreciate you again. Uh, teach some oh, younglings. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, teach some younglings. <laughs> I got to go teach some younglings. My God. <laughs> <laughs> anyways but yeah just want to uh say thanks to everybody and again links in the description down below for the patreon and we'll kind of go from there send your thoughts in again please send your, send your thoughts on these episodes speculation going forward the predictions are great because i can use those at any time so even if you hear this late and you have a prediction yeah send me your prediction what do you think what do you think's happening bad batch i'll make a episode out of it and feature you guys on that over on the youtube so all right thanks so much you guys have a great day and as always may the force be, be with, with you, you. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.